Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. In a roaring stadium, their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. How many times this team breaks my heart out? I'll never stop loving the Los Angeles Dodgers. Think blue, bleed blue. Welcome to another episode of Dodgers Dugout Live. My name is Doug McCain, credentialed member of Dodgers Media. You can follow me on X and Instagram at DMAC underscore LA. Now, if you haven't yet, do us a huge favor. Subscribe to the Dodgers Nation YouTube channel. We just gave away a brand new Shohei Otani number 17 Dodgers jersey. That jersey is on its way, and we will be announcing our next giveaway very, very soon. All you need to do to be eligible for our giveaways is be subscribed and comment done down below in the comment section. But we've got a short but jam-packed show for you. We are going to respond to the rumors that the Dodgers are interested in trading for Kenley Jansen. If you were a part of last week's shows, we talked extensively about the idea of bringing back Kenley. So I have lots of very strong opinions on that. It's going to be a short show because after this, we're going to have Chris Taylor, CT3. He's never done anything wrong in his entire life. He's going to take the plunge. We're going to talk about his new charity event that he's doing in Manhattan Beach early February. So we're going to talk about that. It's going to be exciting. So we have Chris Taylor on the show. If you have any questions you want me to ask him, let me know down below. Maybe I'll squeeze some in. But uh, first of all, I also want to say thank you so much to the birthday wishes. For those birthday wishes, I saw them all over YouTube. I saw so many people... On Instagram, hey, man, you guys got me crying like I'm Freddie Freeman going back to Atlanta. And just so you know, you didn't have to give me anything. You did not have to give me anything, a damn thing. I'm good for my birthday presents for the next decade with Shohei Otani and Yoshinobu Yamamoto. And also, I went to Universal Studios on Saturday, and I met a lot of you guys. I was out there trying to have a good time, and I definitely did. It was great talking Dodger baseball with you guys. So I want to give a shout-out to Chris and the Via Lobos brothers out there that uh, are big fans of this show. So Universal Studios, I was there. I had to see the Mario world for myself. So it was good times, but welcome to the show, Dodgers Nation, best fans in the game. Well, my heart health, no Kenley. That's from Joe Chavez. I want all your takes about Kenley Jansen. Do you want to see the Dodgers get Kenley Jansen? No Jansen. That's from Justin Lamas. No Jansen. We got done from Dylan McKee. So here's the thing. When it comes to Kenley Jansen, the rumors are starting to circulate that the Dodgers are seriously considering signing him. And yesterday, Ken Rosenthal of The Athletic, MLB insider Ken Rosenthal, 
He wrote in his recent piece, Brazier has drawn interest from multiple teams other than the Dodgers, including the St. Louis Cardinals, Baltimore Orioles, Texas Rangers, Los Angeles Angels, and Chicago Cubs. The New York Yankees have also discussed the possibility of signing the 36-year-old. So that was his take on Ryan Brazier, and he also included that the Dodgers are interested in Kenley Jansen. They're keeping their eyes on Kenley Jansen. Now, as far as Ryan Brazier goes, you guys know I would love to have Ryan Brazier back. Ryan Brazier is someone who I think it absolutely helped this team. I don't want to hear the whole the, the bullpen pieces, the bullpen pieces. They're volatile from year to year. They're one-hit wonders. Just ask Chris Martin, who had a great time with the Dodgers after they traded for him from the Cubs. He was outstanding. He shoved down the stretch, and then he still has been excellent with the Boston Red Sox. I would much rather have Chris Martin than Kenley Jansen. So him, Kenley, look, we talked about it. We did a deep dive about it last week, and yes, he can still help teams. Yes, Kenley Jansen can still help teams. He can even help the Dodgers. He could still help this Dodgers team. Ken, and look, Ken said, Ken said, Kike Hernandez is also drawing interest from other clubs. And the, but he said, the Dodgers seem more focused on adding a high leverage reliever, perhaps Ryan Brazier as a free agent or the Red Sox's Kenley Jansen in a trade. So there you have it. And that to me, a little speculation. You've seen stuff around the X that are saying the Dodgers were interested in him and the had a someone throw out Kyle Hurd Emmett Sheehan that ain't happened you ain't getting Kyle Hurd Emmett Sheehan for Kenley Jansen I mean if that was the ask I guarantee you the Boston Red Sox are hearing dial tone right now and look if the Dodgers trade for Kenley Jansen is that the worst thing in the world no it's not Kenley is still effective. He's still one of the better relievers in all of Major League Baseball. Last season, he converted 29 of 33 save opportunities at an average velo of 94.3 miles per hour on his cutter. That was the highest since 2014. He threw it 79% of the time. So the cutter usage where we saw it when he was in his final months with the Dodgers, that cutter usage was going down, right? You saw more fastball. You saw him using different pitch mixes well the cutters back to being his predominant pitch doing it 79 percent of the time it was a very effective pitch for him and look this is someone who without question is the best closer in dodgers history as far as overall saves i mean he has 420 saves in his career with the dodgers braves and the red sox could he help this dodgers team yes is he the dominant kenley jansen that we saw in his prime no and the questions i have when it comes to bringing back Kenley Jansen are one, can you get Ryan Brazier? Well, clearly with Ken Rosenthal mentioning all the interest and in all those teams, it appears like Ryan Brazier can get a multi-year deal. That is what he's seeking. This is one of his last wax at the pinata where he can get another nice multi-year deal at age 36. Well, if Ryan Brazier is hell bent on getting a two-year deal and the Dodgers don't want to offer him one, maybe they would like to bring him back on a one-year deal if that's not an option, well, who are the one-year deal guys? If they're looking for another bullpen piece, another high-leverage arm, well, Tanner Scott of the Miami Marlins, there hasn't been a lot of tread, a lot of rumors about his availability. Yes, the Marlins are open for business, but it remains to be seen if they're willing to deal him right now. It might be a move where the Marlins want to move left-handed reliever Tanner Scott, who is one of the best relievers in the game, one of the best left-handed relievers in the game. He is elite, but right now, the Marlins, 
They have not been mentioned in many trade rumors regarding him. And then you've got Emmanuel Classe. Now, Emmanuel Classe, he's got a couple years of team control. He's got some club options. It's under three more years of team control. He's still under 30 years old. He had 44 saves last season. In 2022, he was one of, if not the best reliever in all of Major League Baseball. Yes, he definitely was trending in the wrong direction. Last year, the velo was down. The effectiveness on that cutter wasn't as high as it was in 2022. But I think, one, the Guardians still want to contend. And they've indicated that by showing they're keeping Shane Bieber because it's a weak division there in the AL Central. And two, Classe is a very talented young reliever that's still under multiple years of team control at an affordable price. And I don't think that they're willing to deal him for a reasonable price. So the asking price for Classe would be very, very expensive. What I would say about the Dodgers and Andrew Friedman, they like to buy the Halloween candy the day after Halloween when you can get a discount on it. Now, with Kenley Jansen, you can get that day after Halloween price. You can get that discounted rate because the Boston Red Sox, they're not serious about contending this season. And two, what role would Kenley Jansen have for that team? I mean, he's under one more year of team control. He's someone that clearly is not going to be a long-term solution for them. And if you look at him and the Red Sox, if the Red Sox are willing to eat a good amount of what's remaining on his contract... In a roaring stadium, their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Then I think that maybe the Dodgers go after it if they want to add another high leverage reliever before the season. Because... What this tells me is that the Dodgers and this show, they're on the same page. And that is that they want to see Evan Phillips, who's going to be on the show in a couple of weeks. They want to see Fireman Phillips back in the role that he had before last season in 2022 when he was your high leverage guy. When you could throw him into any situation against your four, five, six hitters, top of the lineup, three, four, five. I mean, just the meat of the lineup, big situations. You didn't have to pigeonhole him to the ninth inning, right? You could use him whenever you needed to. And that tells me that the Dodgers want a closer in Kenley Jansen that can hold down that ninth inning. He does have the experience, the track record in doing that. Like I said, last season, yes, you made you pull out your hair if you're a Red Sox fan. Yes, you definitely probably said more curse words than you had the year prior to that, yelling, and you probably spent more money on alcohol. But still, 29 out of 33 saves, I mean, a lot of teams out there would jump at that level of production for a closer. And if you look at what's left on his contract, $16 million, and he's going to be 36 seasons. So it was age 36 season. But it just doesn't feel that right to me. To me, it feels like 
you're out there trying to reheat McDonald's French fries. Don't put McDonald's French fries back in the microwave and expect them to taste like they do when you get them from that window in the drive-thru. They don't taste the same. They're never going to taste the same. They're not going to be hot, warm, salty, and crispy. It just does not have that same effect. I just don't like it. To me, if you get back with your ex and Kenley Jansen, that's like shopping at your own garage sale, right? That's like shopping at your own garage sale. You don't want to do that, in my opinion, knowing that even the best version of Kenley Jansen, he's someone that, yes, he can help this team, and the numbers indicate that he's not truly elite. He's still missing barrels. He's still effective. But let me just, let me just tell you, when Kenley Jansen has it, he looks like he's the best reliever on the planet. When he doesn't, he gives up a home run to Steve Pierce in game four of the 2018 World Series that allowed them to tie the game. I think the camera went out. That allowed them to tie the game, and the Dodgers end up losing that series, right? 2017, home run to Marwin Gonzalez. 2020, game four. I mean, even Kenley Jansen, when his stuff was better, when he was at the peak of his powers, still had his issues during big moments in the postseason. So I'm not gonna be, I'm not gonna hate this move, especially when you look at what the Dodgers have done this offseason, but I'm not gonna be doing cartwheels down 1000 Vince Scully Avenue singing California love. Dun, 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 dun. I mean, because look, it is the Kenley Fournia adventure at the end of the day, and it feels good now. It definitely feels good now, but long term, into the postseason, do you really want to cross that bridge again? Do you really want to go down that road with Kenley Jansen? Like I said, it's like heating up those French fries from McDonald's in the microwave. Yeah, it, you think it's a good idea. You think it'll taste the same. No, it does not taste the same. He's not the perfect closer. There will be a couple of stretches throughout the season where you're pulling your hair out. But if this is what they want to do, it probably just tells me that there's not a big market out there for closers right now. They clearly want to make this move and fortify this bullpen before they head into the season. So it does feel a little bit like bringing the band back together. And like I said, I wouldn't hate it, but I'm just warning you, don't expect Pete Kenley Jansen. I still think he can be really good for this team. Trust me, I do. But I think that when you see a lot of the young guys in this organization that could get some opportunities. And here, I'll tell you this. Why would you make this move versus why not? Why would you make this move? The velocity, 94.3 miles per hour on the cutter, best since 2014. He's back to his bread and cutter where the cutter is an effective pitch. He throws it the majority of the time. From a velocity standpoint, it's not like he has diminished velocity. He's still been a effective closer. Not the best, but still does a good enough job to get it done. I think you'll have a better year than Kim, than Craig Kimbrell had with the Dodgers a few seasons ago. So that is the why. The why not is, yes, even if he's effective during the regular season, which I definitely think that he will be, are you going to go down a path where... In a roaring stadium, their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. Bring them home. Bring them home. 
in a roaring stadium. Their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Kenley Jansen is your guy for the ninth in the postseason. Is that the end game here? Because if that's the end game, we saw how that worked in 2020 when he blew it in game four. We saw it in 2017 when he blew it in game two in the World Series. Home run Marwin Gonzalez. We saw it in 2018 where he blew it in game four of the World Series against the Red Sox. So if the end game is trade Kenley to go out there and be that not that lights out closer to take him into the postseason and be that guy, then I have my doubts. But if the goal is, okay, we want a high leverage guy that we're going to get at a cheap price because the Red Sox are going to pay down some of that money. We're not going to have to include elite prospects. He's going to be able to get 29 to 35 saves in the regular season, get it done, be a trusted regular season closer. And then by the time the postseason rolls around, either A, we made a move, at the deadline to try to fortify this bullpen and get another weapon. And then two, more play the matchups when the postseason rolls around. Now, if that's the case and you're just trading Kenley because you can get him at a discounted rate because of where the Red Sox are at as a team and the fact that they won't have to part ways with elite prospects, then I'm okay with this. I don't love it, but I'm okay with it. And it's just, look, I think when you look at this team, you look at signing Otani, you look at signing Yamamoto, all the moves they've made. This is a new era of Dodgers baseball. And yes, at times I do get nostalgic for Kenley Jansen. At the peak of his powers, he was one of the best to ever do it. But I just think of the rapid heart rates, RIP to my nails, all the nail biting, the prolonged heavy cursing during the postseason, right? That is the only thing that gives me pause about the idea of going this route. So I want to hear from you guys, though. Let me know down below in the comment section. What are your thoughts on the Dodgers trading for Kenley Jansen? Justin Lama says, no, Jansen. A-Ray says, Kenley, going to schedule my DRS appointment. Going to need to up my blood pressure meds. That is a fire. fire we got to Kenley. Really? No. Hey, Doug, can you talk about Bellinger getting linked to New York? Yeah, we'll talk about that in a second. I think that if you asked anyone a few years ago, where would Cody Bellinger end up? I think 90% of Dodgers fans that knew the trajectory he was on and knew the agent that he had and knew his history would probably have predicted Yankees, would have predicted the pinstripes. And it's interesting because that Yankees team has Juan Soto. That Yankees team has Aaron Judge. You got a lot of lefties. I think you could use another starting pitcher. If I'm the Yankees, I'd much rather sign a Blake Snell than sign a Cody Bellinger. But you saw the Chicago Cubs. They went out there and they signed Matt Chapman to a lot of people's surprise out there. So is Belly going to go back with the Cubs after they signed Chapman? I think that it's a little less likely today, right? But I would like to see Bellinger where his dad won a World Series 
1998 with the Yankees. I think that'd be pretty cool. So let's go down below in the comment section. I want all your takes here. Joe Diaz says, move forward, not backwards. Look, it'd be cool. It would feel warm and fuzzy. It would be electric. I mean, California comes back. I mean, let's not forget, this is someone that was booed by Dodgers fans off the mound during that 2021 season. He bounced back from that and was lights out for the rest of the season. And it was really good for the Dodgers, especially in that series against the Braves there. I mean, he was looking as nasty as ever. So I could talk myself into it depending on the package, depending on the role. But if I had the choice between running this out through the season and kind of picking up another high leverage arm, especially a lefty, if you could go that route, I would pick that. But look, the market is scarce. Not a lot of options out there, right? If you're doing the musical chairs and each chair is a pitcher out there, not a lot of chairs to sit on, right? The Dodgers are trying to put together as much of this roster before the season. They're not playing games. And this is another indication to me that this Dodgers team truly is not playing games. Jimmy Chestnut says, why don't we get Snell? A couple factors. Well, one, I think that Snell is going to get overpaid. Snell had he had a typical Snell season, would have made around 150. He's looking for 240. He's looking for 200, something in that range between 200 and 240 million dollars because of the Cy Young season that he put together, where the BABIP was low. He benefited from great defense behind him. The ballpark factors in San Diego. Yes, Snell on his best day can shove with the best of them. I'm not saying anything less than that about Snell Zidla, but I think that whoever pays Snell, if they're north of 200 million, that will go down as an overpay when you consider his age. Just think about this. Here's some little fruit for thought here. Blake Snell has won two Cy Young Awards, right? 2018 won one last year. Two Cy Young Awards, right? Outside of those seasons, he never has received one Cy Young vote. So the variance with Blake Snell can be a little extreme, and I think that the Dodgers, Clayton Kershaw, I expect to be back in the fold at some point, whether it be towards the end of the 2024 season or in 2025. But uh, I just don't think they want to go that route and pay that much money. I mean, at some point, you're going to max out these credit cards, right? Uh, Lance Lynn just gave up a grand slam. That's from Matthew Sanchez. Oh, that's a fire take. What up, DMAC? What up, Beerus Sama? Jansen is washed up from N-Rocks. Reno ran. They need to get a deal with Brazier done. What's the holdup? So, Reno, my read on the situation is if they're willing to trade for Kenley Jansen, it's because he has one more year left on his contract. They don't have to give multiple years of commitment to a reliever. That's not something that this organization likes doing because one, typically it doesn't pay off. Typically you see pitchers have down seasons or you see them have injuries. And typically you want to keep those deals for relievers as short as you possibly can. And Ryan Brazier, he had a great finish with the Dodgers, a .70 ERA. He discovered the usage of that cutter. He was outstanding for this team down the stretch. And he essentially priced himself out of the Dodgers for what they're comfortable in giving him. That's what it tells me. I'm sure that there's still communication there. I'm still that I'm sure that the Dodgers would still be willing to re-sign him at the right price. And I think that right price is probably between nine and eleven million dollars on a one-year contract. Probably not a multi-year deal when you consider his age. And I'll add one more thing, the Dodgers' ability to find relievers off the scrap heap, to find guys that other teams can't fix, they can fix it. 
Here's an example. Ryan Brazier, right? So the Dodgers could find the next Ryan Brazier. But here we go. Did he? Well, let's do some more Brazier. Yes, that's from TN. I'm going to get your comments, guys. Then we're going to head out of here on an early exit today. It's going to be like a, a seven-inning game, a little seven-inning game doubleheader because we got Chris Taylor coming up at 11. I'm going to drop that a little later today. Chris Taylor, CT3. He's never done anything wrong in his life, right? I mean, I don't think he's even left the toilet seat up. I don't think he's ever even gotten a parking ticket for not paying the meter. I mean, this guy is just pristine. Michael Carrillo, I don't want Brazier. He was a one-hit wonder. That's from Michael Carrillo over on YouTube. Bring back Gagne, Jose Soto. Yeah, I think Gagne... He's uh, not going to get back on the HGH, right? Coldplay, greater than signed Kenley Fornia. That's a fire take. That's a fire take. Now, nah, been there, done that with Kenley. That's from Ricky Vasquez. Dr. Classic, dang. Still looking for that Bieber Class A deal. Yeah, I don't think if you're looking, you're not going to find it. Carnivorous lunar activity. We already had Blister Guard and Kimbrel as reclamation projects. No on Kenley. He just makes us older. So good points right there as far as blister guard but i think that kenley it's not as much of a reclamation project as far as okay can we get the current last version of kenley jansen we saw last season that was pretty good not great or elite but pretty damn good for an entire season on a one-year deal that really gives some stability and continuity to this bullpen and you don't have to have all that inconsistency you don't have to have guys going deeper into games and Look, say what you about Kimbrell. He did save some innings from some pitchers' arms that didn't have to throw in 2022. Now, Jansen isn't reliable for Michael Carrillo. Let's keep going down here. Kenley is on a flight to Toronto, per sources from Jared Myers. Fix air fryer works good. Uh, new video signal. Vi okay, we fixed the no video signal. Uh, Kyle Hurt, greater than signed Kenley. Jansen, quit trolling us, DMAC. Look, <laughs> I'm not. That was an accident. Uh, Kyle Hurt, you guys have heard what I had to say about Kyle Hurt. The fact that he's got those two shapes on the breaking ball. He's got that fastball. He can work in the zone. For Kyle Hurt, it's just about repeating his mechanics. My friend, my good friend, Mr. Casey Porter, who runs Dodgers Daily, should subscribe to his channel, especially if you're into the prospect game. Well, he said that Kyle Hurt told him just that, that it's about repeating his mechanics, and he knows that if he executes, he can have success at the big league level. Imagine if you're a player out there that all it requires for you to have success at this level is just execute and sharpen up your mechanics. There's a lot of guys out there that don't know if they can get it done on this level with their stuff. That's not the case with Kyle Hurt. Kyle Hurt is someone that went out there and he pulled a, a Carl Hubble, right? I mean, he's someone that went out there and made light work of the top of the Padres lineup in his debut getting out Tatis, Soto, and Machado. But uh, a couple more here, guys. We got to everyone knows a cutter is coming. He's predictable. Don't bring him back. That's from Dwayne Cookson. Yeah, the thing is, it's good Kenley versus bad Kenley. Good Kenley, you'll get soft contact. You'll get strikeouts. He'll get you out of innings. Bad Kenley is command issues. It's where I used to call him dunk tank Kenley, where if you're on a dunk tank, you're going to be dry because he's not going to hit that target, right? It's going to be the Kenley adventure and with Kenley if you look at last season he did have I think the thing went on if he did have success he did have success no doubt about that but you look at the walk rate the walk rate was still too high for my liking based on the role they're gonna have for him with this team so yeah I just eh, 
if he comes back, better be on a really good deal. I want to see the Red Sox pay down some of that contract. Don't want to see any of the Hurts or Sheehan's, of course. That's not even in the conversation, but like to keep as many prospects as possible. But the other thing, too, you guys know what I say. The Dodgers like it. I love it. So if they like it, I think I'm going to force myself to love it because they see things, they have intel on things that, quite frankly, we just don't have. I mean, I dive into every single number, every metric, every single possible detail, but just makes you wonder if it's truly the right move to go backwards. I like looking at the windshield. I like to be a shark. A shark's got to keep going forward. But uh, Kenley, as long as it's not uh, earmarking these postseason innings from Kenley was lights out for the Dodgers. Our fan base treat him like... All right, cool. So, guys, that is going to do it for this episode of Dodgers Dugout Live. We're going to continue this conversation a little later, but that is the latest on Kenley Jansen. And this is my diatribe towards the blackout rules in Major League Baseball. I want to end the blackout rules in Major League Baseball. This is a protest. Okay, come on. We can't have the blackout rules in Major League Baseball. We're trying to grow this game, and you got people that want to watch this game, and you're blacking it out. I don't love it. That is why I'm doing this protest right here on Dodgers Dugout Live. That is what this protest is about. No, but seriously, we're going to get to the bottom of this. We got Chris Taylor at the top of the hour, but that is the latest on the Dodgers and Kenley Jansen and their bullpen situation. But that's going to do it. My name is Doug McCain. You can follow me on X and Instagram at DMAC underscore LA. If you haven't yet, subscribe to the Dodgers Nation YouTube channel. Hit that subscribe button. Hit that notification bell. Hit that like button. Until next time. In a roaring stadium, their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. In a roaring stadium, their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. Bring them home. Bring them home.